Um, I was in Target and couldn't resist, so we ended up <laughs> it goes like that. Yeah, yeah. like oops, yeah. I came in for vitamins and I left with bat wings for a cat. Yeah, oh, yeah Target okay. does that to a person. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to You Are The Host, the podcast where you are the host. And by you, I mean my sister Spring, back with us once again. Hello. Hi, Spring. <laughs> Good to have you Hi. on again. Thanks. How are you guys? Oh, you know, uh, dying. Being old people. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are still pretty young, so. <laughs> uh, I feel like I'm like 6,000 years old. I think age is a state of mind. I, I would agree with that statement. Yeah. That definitely is the case. <laughs> well, sometimes I feel like I'm like six years old, and then sometimes I feel like I'm like 80, so. Same. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like that's a lot of adulthood. <laughs> like, we went to the um, craft fair the other day, and I felt like I was like a teenager. What? Getting corn yeah. dogs and like looking at all the just shit that they have. It's like, yeah. Craft beers are so cool, though. It is cool. Well, that was and that's they the, have so much awesome stuff there. That's the largest one in Minnesota that we went to. Yeah, but um, up in, up in Little Falls, it's yeah, cool. it's busier than the state fair. But but you know what kind of like irks me a little bit just about some of that stuff because hmm. this is going to tie into the topic that I want to talk about today, which is my career as a graphic designer. I can see I could see Dodd trying to get his head out of the screen. <laughs> Anyways, uh, continue. Sorry. Um, so because of like all this new like fancy things like the crickets, you've seen those before in like Target and craft stores where it's like a printer that cuts things out of vinyl. Okay. So okay. now it's just making like everybody like it's a really big, like, stay-at-home mom thing. Mm -hmm. They will make designs and stick it on everything and then sell them. Oh. Huh. So, okay. so now everybody everybody thinks they're a graphic designer. Let me tell you that. Uh, <laughs> um, all right. Yeah. And that's, that's, like, one of my biggest pet peeves is people that buy, like, basic software or, like, these cool, like, printers and things mm -hmm. and then start doing it like that. And, like, yeah, I'm a designer. I can make stuff for you. <laughs> oh yeah where did uh, you where'd you get your education <laughs> yeah, you want to know something really funny go on you want to know something really funny for this podcast the logo that we have now because mm -hmm. we changed our whole branding and everything yeah i saw and, that yeah saw and the that. logo so what i did was i went to a website where they pay well they don't pay they have like a you, you can pre-render a bunch of graphic design things yeah. but if you actually want to have it you have to pay them money like to get it yeah. But what happened yep. was they showed me the preview of it and I snipped uh -huh. it and then scrubbed their logo out of the background. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, you know what? Fuck you guys and tried to steal my money. In reality, I should have just had you do my logo. But yeah, we, that's but what can we I tell you that like that is so common though for people to do that. And I shit you not. In my college class, one of the girls in my classes, instead of doing her assignment, went online and found someone else's work and slung it as hers. She would have gotten away with it 
except for one of the guys in our class really did not like her at all and really did not believe that she did her own work. So he reversed imaged her work and pulled it up and showed the teacher. And he did it in front of everybody. It was real awkward. Totally put her on blast. Yeah. Uh, See, so I think awkward for our logo. I don't think you could do that though, because I believe the website is like having AI generate different logos. Oh, so, so I don't think it's real it's not person? a real it's not a real no it's not a real person and it's not a real image until you purchase it. Then it makes it okay. an image that you own. Okay. So I'm pretty sure that it's not actually anywhere on the li- online since it was like a preview mm-hmm. image that I could buy. Okay. Okay, gotcha. But I said, fuck you. I'm not going to buy that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Listen, we don't make that much money on this podcast. I can say that now. We can make a little bit. Let's say a little. <laughs> um, but yeah, no. And so like, just like listening to your podcast, like the past few, it like made me realize that like, there was this missed opportunity because I've been on here a couple times and it's all really just been like shooting the shit, talking about like random stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but like, honestly, um, I don't like when you say you're a graphic designer, people don't really understand what that is. I don't. But yeah. <laughs> like, so, <laughs> and it's such a broad spectrum. Of things that you can do like basically anything in life at one time or another has been touched by a graphic designer so like if you have some sort of like graphics on your tee or your sweaty sweater right now a graphic designer did that hmm. that print that's on your table that blanket or whatever somebody had to come up with that it's a backdrop yeah yeah like so basically everything in life that's some sort of visual like sign blanket clothing everything Mm -hmm. car logos mcdonald's logos burger king logos Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. all were touched by a graphic designer um now the world of graphic design has changed a lot like back in the day they used to do like Everything through like screen printing or like these big presses that you had to make plates and put like the plates in and then ink everything, Mm -hmm. which um, Taylor, you remember when we lived in Fridley? Uh, Fridley High School had a graphic design class. And this is why I got interested in graphic design was because they had an old tiny printing press where I had to make the plates and then put the plates in the printer with the ink and then do it that way. So that is what got me interested in it and why I fell in love with it. And as soon as I went to college and they handed me a laptop, I was like, where's the hands-on part? Like, when am I getting dirty? <laughs> yeah. like, and they're like, nobody really does it like that anymore. And I'm like, well, <laughs> what can I do? <laughs> I, have a, I have a question already then. Yeah. Um, so, I are, I already know you, so it's easy for me to assume this. But like, gra- to be in graphic design, do you have to have some type of artistic ability? Because you already do. I already know you. You, do. I I do, but it's not required. Totally not required nowadays. Um, because like a lot of images, um, and I will say this because I like I helped um 
Nick and Tony with their logo, like getting it into a uh, vector format so they can make um, labels and stuff. So they already kind of created it using like an iPhone app, which I really hate iPhone because of that, because I get a lot of that shit and it's trash. So (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I took their logo and essentially traced it using Illustrator. Okay. And turned it into vector that way. So really, like, people that don't have any artistic skill, they could just take reference images and then trace it into being vector. Or, like, um, setting up layouts that way. So you don't really need to have an artistic, like, a fine art skill. Like, my my drawing has gone downhill over the past couple years. Like, I would say I'm far better at the digital aspect versus doing hand drawing. Okay. Is that like if you, because you're not doing it as often? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yes. But when I was younger, like Taylor knows, I used to draw shit all the time. Just like that was my thing. My music and my drawing and my art. Like <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. But um but no, and you know that's it's it's partly college's fault. After they hand me that laptop, the fine art skill died. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the digital the digital artwork took over so so do you yeah. feel like if you if you went to been handed that laptop you would have ended up enjoying enjoying designing more because you'd get still I get mean, to be hands-on rather than on a screen i mean oh. I know, it's like kind of a hard question but it's it's a hard it's a hard question it's one of those what ifs yeah so i do really enjoy enjoy designing things digitally Mm -hmm. but i think the part of graphic design that really i just really loved was like getting messy with the printers and stuff like i i don't know why but i enjoyed that a lot like everybody else in the class was like afraid to run the freaking printing press and i was like it's not hard you put the freaking plate in here put your ink here and press the freaking button just don't have your hands where they're not supposed to be and you're good (laughs) yeah (laughs) And um, mm. and we'd have to be responsible for, like, cleaning it and everything. And, like, I was always the one that would volunteer. So, like, any time, like, anybody's walking past that class and I was in there, like, I'd be wearing my smock. But then, like, my arms and hands just covered in screen printing <laughs> all the time. <laughs> That's awesome. So, you really did, like, like, getting your hands dirty. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Literally. No, it was, it was just so much fun. And, like, um, for that specific press... Like, you would have to, like, photograph whatever your drawing or, like, your picture was, and you'd bring it into the Lightroom, and then you'd be, like, burning it into the metal plate. And so there'd be, like, this blue, like, coating on it, so that when you washed it away, the only parts that would turn, um, would be, like, raised or knocked out is whatever that image was. So then you'd have to like go wash it off and then that becomes your plate. But like nobody ever wanted to do any of that either. So they just like would make their image and be like, can you make my plate for me? <laughs> I don't like, like the chemicals or <laughs> da, 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 da. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Yeah. So, but I really enjoyed it. It was so cool and like interesting. And that's really where like my love of graphic design comes from. And there's actually not a ton of people that I have talked to 
around my age that have been able to experience that. Hmm. Everybody just like likes the digital version. <laughs> yeah, well, I suppose it's more convenient, and you probably have more options on what you can do. So yeah, digital no, does have no, its definitely reasoning. Yeah, yeah, no, it's um, you can definitely do a lot. Um, I think my my the thing that I was <laughs> the worst at was photo manipulation, and I still am. Like, if you need me to edit photos, like wedding photos or like some basic stuff like that, that's fine. But like photo manipulation, like terrible, terrible. Like I remember um, one of our assignments at school was to create like a dreamscape. (laughs) So like mine was like a really horrible like picture of like a lady wearing a ball gown that I cut her face out and put mine on it. And then like (laughs) I was walking like a tiger or some shit. It was like super obscure and just like totally (laughs) <laughs> I did a lot of that stuff just for the first for yeah. of it when I was a teenager. I don't know if you remember seeing me post those on Facebook, but mm. I would take random people's yeah. faces and just like I put <laughs> one time to meme on Patsy. I photoshopped her out of a photo where she was like doing like this and I put her on top of a building and I was like, she's going to jump off. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's probably my least favorite thing about graphic design. But, like, other than that, like, I love using Illustrator. I love, like, creating layouts and, like, InDesign. All Adobe products, by the way, that you can use. I found that those are, like, really great products. Although my job uses a program called CorelDRAW. And it is a very dumbed-down version of Adobe. And I have to use both of them, though, because I have a lot of responsibilities at my job. So it's fun because you'll be pressing so there's like hot keys so you can do things faster. And when I'm switching back and forth, sometimes the wires get crossed. Mm. And so I'm using hot keys for Corel and Adobe so things aren't working and vice versa. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, it, it's pretty cool though. Do you ever get that I, feeling um, when you're doing that, when you're using your, your hotkeys to make things go faster that you're like, uh, you know, you ever watch those movies with the uh, computer hackers? And they're like, yeah, is like, that's how I feel when I'm editing like videos, since I'm so used to all the commands to do things quicker. I'm like, I'm a computer hacker. I'm going so fast. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and it's funny because a lot of times my boss will like lean on me to show other people how to do things. And like, I'll share my script. Cause so I work from home permanently now. Um, so we do like a lot of teams meetings and stuff, but like, I'll share my screen and like, I'm showing everybody how to do stuff. And like, oh my gosh, you're so quick at doing stuff. Like, <laughs> it's like, I, it's just practice. And, but then it's like, it's like, sometimes it's older people who have been at the company longer than me. Oh. And they still don't quite know how to use everything. Right. And so, yeah. That's yeah. always interesting. <laughs> to be like, how did you make it this far? <laughs> well, I mean, if they've been there longer than you. Maybe they started out before computers. Well, so what's nice funny... They learn all of it. Well, no, that is, that's correct, though. There was one lady, um, she retired about, I want to say, like, five years ago now but like she when she first started with my company would hand calligraph 
cal calligraphy. Yeah. She was like a calligraphy. I don't know the technical term for them. <laughs> calligraphy artist. That's what we're going to call them. I know there's okay. a different word, but like she would do all the hand lettering for them mm. for like um, school announcements and stuff. And oh what's funny, it's from time to time, we'll have a sales rep that will grab one of these old school announcements and be like, the school wants to use this design again. <laughs> and guess what we have to do? Somebody like me has to bring in her hand-drawn design into Corel and retrace it and hope that it looks great still. <laughs> <laughs> so, but yeah, no, like, and that's like one thing that I wish that I would have picked up on better was the type, like, the typography part of it is just like nuts to me just knowing like back in the day like everything was like hand drawn and like super clean and neat and it's like it's amazing and i know like a lot of people are starting to get back into that like that's a thing now that people really enjoy yeah. so yeah, it'll come back around and people won't want to use computers for a lot of things and it's just <laughs> yeah, like the I hipster like thing you know yeah i feel like that's sort of the trend now mm-hmm I feel like maybe because of my screen printing, you know, past, I could be like, get a little tiny one and be like, look, I have these retro screen prints for sale. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah. So, no, it's crazy. But I will say, I'll tell people when you get into any sort of art degree or art field, you do it because you love it, not because you're going to get rich. Well, Yes, that's good advice. That's what you do. That's what you do. Um, anything besides like, well, I don't know, because you, you it actually is your job. But I was going to say anything it besides yeah. your job, you just do with the intention of not making money. But you're saying yeah. you do your job with the intention of not making money, which is actually well, good financial so, advice. Okay. To be honest. The reason why I say that <laughs> is because um, I know a few people in my class, or like even kids nowadays. When I hear them saying like, oh, yeah, I want to be a graphic designer, immediate like red flags start popping up in my head. And although I love my job, I will say that when I went in, nobody told me that like, yeah, maybe you can make a lot of money if you become like the freaking art director of some big, you know, company or agency. But as like a base paid artists like graphic artists you're not really gonna make shit like you're gonna <laughs> make your basic salary so yeah but i mean like you make decent money now so if you stick in, i do make you... decent money now but that's after 10 years of working at my company yeah and now i'm a senior artist finally <laughs> oh there you go so <laughs> so you better be ready to be dedicated is what you're saying yes yeah. yes and um I know a lot of people that don't necessarily have a lot of patience like that. Uh, even some of my friends that even uh, same career, we went to school together. Some stayed in, some went, left it completely because it wasn't giving them anywhere close to what they were expecting. So, um, and then also, like, there's a lot of people who are purists where they think like, I don't want to sell out. I only want to design the things that I want to design. 
which is great in a perfect world. (laughs) However, (laughs) however, you know, if you decide to have a family like I did, and you want to make sure that you have benefits or to support yourself, sometimes you got to bite your tongue and do those boring things that nobody else wants to do for other people. (laughs) Yeah. So... That's yeah. Like, I mean, no. Who goes? It relates to a conversation Emily and I were having earlier, but it's like, yeah. who, who goes to, who goes to work and is like, I want to do what I want to do, and I'm going to enjoy it all the time. <laughs> it's right. <laughs> that doesn't work. It'd be yeah. If if that were how things work, that would be yeah. called a hobby that you get paid for. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. And I just, I just know so many people though. Like there's one per like I'll use one person and that I know specifically her situation um, because I don't think that I mean she's she's so I don't think she'll listen to the podcast so <laughs> maybe you we might be know, bigger than you think but <laughs> <laughs> but I'll bring up the situation anyways so she was uh she contracted for us like two or three years ago um she did not like the work dynamic she could not handle the um the sort of back and forth so we do have to work with reps like sales reps sometimes because they are kind of the in-between between the customer and us and then sometimes we have csrs for some stuff between the rep and us so then we're not directly like because the reps can be annoying like if they find out like you're an easy artist to work for like or work with they'll just keep sending you emails about everything even if that's not technically your department they'll still oh. send it to you mm. so um the one thing that we're working on specifically there's nobody to buffer between us and the reps so we have to work directly with the reps and she didn't like that part of it she actually kind of got into a little bit of a spat with one of them. And then I had to go in and uh, mm-hmm. calm the situation. <laughs> <laughs> but um, after that, she decided she didn't want to contract for us anymore. Um, and then fast forward to today. And she's like sort of having some health issues. And she's kind of like still doing her own artwork. But now she's trying to do like um the online like streaming and stuff to bring in revenue or like selling more of her prints and stuff, which is great. If you want to do that, I'm not knocking that. But at the same time, she'll like go on her social media and complain about how she needs a job with benefits. Um, And then how she also wants something that will allow her to work from home. Well, my company offers benefits. We get to work from home (laughs) and the hours are flexible. So (laughs) I'm like, at some point, you have to decide, like, you can do both. And I sometimes do contract work or like my own freelance work, which Taylor knows, you know, I'll do from time to time. But I don't do it a lot because I'm just burnt from doing my regular job. Mm -hmm. So it's like kudos to the people that could do both successfully, but I just can't. And I think it's because I have like a two year old <laughs> who's okay. just a monster. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Got some more things to balance. Yeah. yeah. So but like, you know, I just think sometimes it it is nice to stay true to what you want to do. But in her case, 
if you're complaining about wanting those things that you get from like working for the man maybe you should just work for the man <laughs> yeah so i mean if you're good at time management you can do both so yes like, no I mean, definitely you definitely can yeah no i you know i a lot of times do get ideas about doing stuff you know but i'm just like do i have the time right now no when luna's a little bit bigger and can actually leave me alone <laughs> we could talk about it again but yeah. i mean like even like getting on here with you guys it was a whole fiasco mm -hmm. like had to get her in the tub get her out of the tub i was like she should be tired because that was at seven i texted you um i was like she should be tired she didn't have a nap today no she stayed up for another hour and a half mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah and then even then trying to get her like we've sat upstairs we read books you know turned the lights down she was still just you know messing around goofing around mm -hmm. and then finally she gave in but it was like yeah <laughs> mm -hmm. this, and now this is the only time that i can do this and then after this i'm probably gonna go to bed <laughs> because i get up at like 5 30 in the morning oh. so oh, rough. <laughs> oh goodness <laughs> but that's only because i like being done with work early so uh. i'll get up i'll get up um, I get ready, and then me and Luna are out the door by, like, 6.30, drop her off at daycare, and then I come home and start work at 7. Mm. Um, and then I'm... Yeah, go ahead. Do you, uh... Oh, I lost it now. Uh-oh. Uh, mommy, mommy brain, or whatever you call it. I guess you, you are getting... You're getting mommy <laughs> brain already. Oh, uh, this is what it was. Uh, you said the hours are flexible. Do you, like, make your own hours, essentially? Uh... Yeah, so my boss is, like, super flexible as long as it's still within, like, the range of normal business hours. Gotcha. So, like, so I work 7 to 3.30, and that's, like, putting in your, you know, half-hour lunch break and your two 15-minute breaks, mm -hmm. which I usually just take as one-hour lunch sometimes instead mm -hmm. of just taking a bunch of breaks. But, like, really working at home, it's so much more flexible. Like, I can go, like, take a break and do some laundry, wash my dishes, like clean up Luna's tornado that she left in the living room the previous night. <laughs> well, how are they monitoring your work activity? Are they doing like crazy stuff like other companies where they actually um, watch your screen or? No, no, no. Uh, we just have to log into a VPN. Okay. And then um, some of our jobs flow through this thing called OnBase. It's like a data management thing. So as soon as you press go on the job, it will track the time and you can pause it and then once you submit it then like that it records your full time to that but like honestly our company is like at least for my department because we're all artists it's been pretty lenient which i've been like really happy about yeah that does and, good. and that's like one of the draws of me staying with my company for so long is that like my boss and my team that i work with is like pretty flexible so that was a big upper. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I wish we I wish I could have that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this podcast takes off enough. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, well, I mean, we've came a long way for not being You have. I think that basically this month we've had the podcast for a year. But nice. Yep. But I mean, we would have to get 
the amount of money we're making from this podcast, we would have to <laughs> fucking we'd have to multiply that by so many <laughs> sponsors just to make this a full time thing. It's it would be ridiculous. well. You never know. You never know. You gotta you gotta start somewhere, right? Yeah, yeah, for sure. But then, <laughs> I mean, you guys have one right now, right? Uh, technically, well, we have one, and then we have uh, we're ambassadors for BetterHelp. Okay. okay. So there's a link cool. in the description of every video, and if oh, anybody nice. needs therapy, they can click on that link, and it gives them ten percent off, nice. and we get paid for That's that. That's cool. Nice. But technically, not a sponsor because they're not paying us up front, so we don't do like ad reads okay. or anything. But okay. It is fun to squeeze but that like, in there so people know it's in there, though. Yeah, that's cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, see? Yeah. Baby steps. Oh, it's yeah. Good. Um, pretty soon here, we'll, we'll, be, we'll be getting on that Patreon game like every other podcast, and then <laughs> that's where you really make the money. Because I mean, if yeah. you think about it, if you, if you get, like, let's just say, and this isn't even our actual numbers, but let's just pretend we get 200 on average downloads per episode the week it goes up. Uh, you can probably assume that five pe- of those people are going to subscribe to your Patreon. At least five of those people will. So okay. like if you do hey, a nice. five if you do a five dollar Patreon so that they get a video with no ads, you know, you're not making like any money, but it, you're making a good chunk of money just off of those fucking five people. Nice. So we just That's need to get cool. we just need to get like five hundred million people to listen to our podcast. Right. Then yeah. you're making money. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then we can sign You never know. We can sign you a five hundred million dollar deal with Spotify and then well, <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. It's like I told Nick with his endeavor. I will put the vibes in the universe for you <laughs> for success. You well, put it in there, let it take over. <laughs> well, perfect. Thank you. I hope that we can keep focused on yep. on this since it has been moving up. I've actually been uploading yeah. to a regular, like my personal YouTube as well, and that's been going pretty decent. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you guys have heard about doing that, right? Well, put if, you positive put your, if, yeah. you, if you put your intentions into the universe, mm-hmm. it will help let yeah. it come true. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I always do. That's why yeah. I talk about motorcycles so much. <laughs> <laughs> oh. But no, you have to start somewhere. And like, even for me in graphic design, like, it was, it was, a, it was a bumpy start. You know, like after getting my associate's degree... Um, there, there was, so my school has these things called portfolio shows at the end of like every, whatever, when the kids were about to graduate for every class that was going to graduate right before they would have like a portfolio show where you could show your portfolio of work throughout the school, your school time. And then, um, actual employers would come and like, look at your work and like potentially like want you to go in for interviews and stuff well this one lady came in and she said oh yeah i really like your work blah 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 blah. like give me your contact information i'll be in touch i was like oh sweet like this is really cool like my first gig and so she's like uh we talked about it she's like yeah i'll hire you she was like it's it's just like um an interning position it'll be like 10 bucks an hour so i was like sweet like right out of college yeah it doesn't pay a lot it's just an intern position and so she gives me the directions and i show up and it's her house which i don't mind at all Uh but then i go in and i start talking to her and stuff and like she's like okay well you're just gonna like she brought me into like this little office 
she's like, it's just me and my son that are here. And like, her son would be home with her all the time too. But then like, just things were like, just started to get like, kind of weird. Like, you know how you kind of like get weird vibes about people sometimes. Mm -hmm. So I was like, okay, maybe she's just like a weird lady. We'll, We'll leave it at that. But at the time, okay, you remember when there was like AOL and Net Zero still? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So yep. she was designing the packaging for Net Zero. Huh. And so um, sometimes when people would get like Net Zero or whatever, they would get, then get these like little like square flyers in the mail, like promoting their other, uh, their other products and stuff. Or like their better internet CDs or whatever, uh-huh. <laughs> and um, so I was helping her do those. But um, yeah, I just things started getting really weird. So like one day before I was going to go to her house for work, she called me and she was like, kind of like crying and upset. And she's like, "I'm not going to have you come here and work today. My boyfriend just broke up with me, oh. and I'm really sad." Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> And so I was like, okay, that's no problem. So then I didn't, you know, go there. Um, And then another time I was there working, she's like, hey, I'm just going to step out. My son, so her son is like seven, I think. Like, I'm just going to leave my son here with you. Is that okay? (laughs) But just sit over here and like play his games. And I have some stuff in the fridge. If, you know, he asks you for something, you could just give it to him. Wait, how long was she going out for? She would like go out and run errands. Sometimes, like, this one particular time, she was gone for, like, at least an hour. So she and I was like, okay, so I'm essentially babysitting yeah. your kid and doing your work. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's, that's weird. Um, I mean, um, if you gotta, like, run down, a, down the street for, like, ten minutes. Yeah. That's different. No. <laughs> but, like, an hour plus? Mm. Yeah, yeah but then, um, then after that, it just came to the point where, like, she's like, oh, hey, I don't have, like, a check for you this week. Could I get it to you next week? Mm. And then when stuff like that started happening, I basically was like, uh, I can't work for you anymore. And like at the time, like your young 20s, afraid to like tell people like why you want to quit. So you're like, I got a job somewhere else, even though you really didn't. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just to avoid um, like making things awkward or like hurting anyone's feelings. Yeah, mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then um, apparently she had called, like, uh, one of the counselors at her school because they kind of, like, facilitate the things between the employers and the students and stuff and, like, called them and told them, like, oh, yeah, she quit on me and blah, blah, blah. And the counselor, like, called me and was like, so I heard you quit. She said you have a new job. Is that true? And I'm like, Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I just couldn't work for her anymore and I just explained the situation. She's like, oh, okay. She's like, okay, we'll talk to her and blah, blah, blah. And then, like, even after that, she still tried to email me and be like, hey, could you just help me with this? And I'm like, no, I can't just help you with this. Like, that's not going to happen. And then the fact that she still owed me pay, too, oh, yeah. which she finally sent, like, a month later because I called my school again and basically was like she still hasn't paid me for the work that i did mm-hmm. so yeah so that was a rough start yeah no fun on that ah, yeah <laughs> but at least i mean yeah at least i will say that was right after college so it's like uh 
those are the times yeah. that you get to end up in those weird yeah. situations. You know, it's like yeah. if if that yeah. happened to you now, like how much worse would that be? Oh like, yeah, you have yeah. so much more dependence on money and stability and stuff. Yes. It's like yeah, yeah, it's, that's true. It, like it's better that it happened then, so you could learn yep. from it <laughs> and tell a funny yeah. story yeah. later yeah. on. You know, yeah, so. true. <laughs> yes. Um, but then, like after that, my sort of saving grace was I did get the opportunity to work as a freelancer at a really, really cool agency that was downtown Minneapolis. Uh, it was like right across the street from um, the place with the cherry and the spoon, the, wa- the Walker, right? Walker Art I Center. I mean, I know where you're talking about, but I don't know yeah. the name of anything down there. So I, I think that's what it's called, mm-hmm. but it was like across the street from that. And they were super awesome. It was like, it, it was like what you would expect from a super creative like design agency so like apple products everywhere (laughs) Mm -hmm. a big production room like a giant uh cafeteria area with like foosball tables in there yeah yeah so they had like vending machines places for people to relax watch tv play games of a fully stocked kitchen so they had cereal, bagels, muffins for you in the morning. Oh, and yeah. And then all sorts of free snacks, chips, cookies, popcorn. Like, so many people <laughs> would make these, like, there's these little mini bags. You just go pop them, bring it back to your desk and eat. Every Friday was happy hour Friday. What? Oh, yes. yeah. Yes. So I've beers plenty, and plenty liquor of, at your desk that. was perfectly okay. Yep. And on top of it, your sister was only 20, but they never <laughs> asked me if I was 21 no, that's ever. Hilarious. That's awesome. That is extremely common in workplaces, by the way. Really? Yeah. Yeah. So... As long as you're like in a an office environment where you're not having to deal with the public often. Mm-hmm. Like happy hour Fridays or Wednesdays or whatever, or like some places they'll do margarita Mondays. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they'll just let people drink and not ask them what their age is. Mm. Yep. Yeah, so it's pretty awesome. awesome. And then I remember they had a very, very like awesome Christmas party. And it was complete with and their logo shipped out of ice, which was also an ice luge that you could take shots out of. Oh nice. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> and like in uh carving stations with all sorts of like delicious food. So I really loved contracting there. So it's very sad when it was over. But it was a very, very hard agency to get a permanent job in. Um, during my time there, their receptionist was also like, kind of like the bitch boy. So mm-hmm. we would order lunch and he would go grab everybody's lunch and like deliver it to your desk for you. <laughs> but he he had been in that position waiting for an artist position to open for almost five years. Jesus. Wow. And, and at the end of my um, contracting thing, he finally got what he wanted. <laughs> wow. Nice. And then they were trying to look for another person to take over his position but, like, when I looked at what it all entailed and stuff, I was, like, it wasn't really, like, the direction that I wanted to go in. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. And I was, like, I'm, I'm good. 
<laughs> and like, not to mention, like, I was one of like 15 contractors and every other contractor that was contractor with me was going to apply for that. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I don't really want to be a receptionist for five years before I get a shot that isn't even guaranteed of working here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. But now I have a job that is like, it's, I'm happy with it. It, it's not glamorous, but it's flexible. I get decent pay, and it gives me benefits. And that's how you know you sound like a responsible adult. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what is, like, oh, yeah, the so... national average income for a graphic designer? It depends. It's, it's very... Well, that's why they have averages, though. <sighs> the average? Yeah. I mean... Have you never looked at it before? I haven't. So I haven't looked at the average now, but like the average, supposedly the average when I was in school was supposed to be between 75 to 100 a year. Oh, I don't think that's like, true anymore. That would be, that'd be worth more like 15 years ago. <laughs> I, I don't think so because the market like, or the graphic design field is so saturated now. It's okay. very, very saturated. Mm-hmm. It says uh, here in Minnesota, 2018 yeah. average, uh, 53,500. Yeah, what, what is it? 53,500, which I, have to, okay. I yep. have to admit that is not that much more than I make. Yeah. yeah. And I'm doing no, something you it's... don't even have to go to school for, technically. Yes. I mean, yeah. I like to believe I yeah, have a job because so... of my schooling, but... No, and so again, that's that's going back to it's like very saturated. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's um, a lot of people wanting to be graphic designers, but not a lot of need like for solid it. graphic design jobs. Yes. Yeah. Well, especially with like what you said, with the way that technology is, like a yes. lot of people are probably oh losing God, their yes. jobs to stuff that consumers can do on their own and save themselves money. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, and that's the thing too, and like why I said that um, I <laughs> I hate Apple so much because they have made like dummy versions of all of their products, so it's super easy for you to use. Like, there's like auto oh, filters yeah, and yeah. stuff like that, so you don't actually need to <laughs> have. Well, have you have you training. heard of uh, have you heard of Dolly? <laughs> huh? Have you heard of Dolly? Dolly? No, I have not. Okay, so there's Dolly and there's Dolly Mini, and now they just released the trailer for and they're beta testing Dolly Two. Basically, what it is Ooh. is it's artificial intelligence based oh, man. art, art and graphic design. And in a search, oh, crap. so basically, like a Google a Google bar comes up, and you type in, you know, and I watch people use it, and they type in crazy shit like, mm-hmm. uh, and you'll type in like uh, raccoon uh, reading a book, and then it'll whip up six examples of raccoon eating a book in different different animated or drawn styles and then if you like one of them you click on it and it gives you six more that are like that one but are different oh god and it just draws it like that boom and all you can, oh, do, is, all you can no. do is buy the product and the product's <laughs> like you can buy it for like a couple hundred bucks and you just own this program that'll just make you whatever you want oh man and that basically yeah, that removes sucks. all artists jobs pretty Oof. much <laughs> <laughs> and like the crazy thing about it is rest like, in it, peace graphic designers <laughs> yeah, yeah. And if it's like Aww. it depends on how complex it is but like you can put some of those images up next to r- professional artists and the AI one yeah. looks like it's done by a better hand 
but like still man. looks handmade, you know? And like I assume with something like yeah. graphic, graphic designing, like lettering and simple I- images, like that mm-hmm. AI will have mm-hmm. no problem slapping those together. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oof, yeah. No, that's um, that's the tough part, you know, is with the technology always getting better. It's like mm-hmm. so, some of the jobs are in danger, and I do feel like graphic design is one of those things. However, with the products that I use at my work, as far as like what we're creating, I feel like we're pretty safe. Um, and just a lot of people rely on me. So I feel like I'm pretty safe from getting the, the cut. Yeah. Well, and <laughs> so... I think there's still a, there's still a, a part there. The reason robots will never take over and mm-hmm. AI will never take over is because there's still that part of super custom and creative work that will never be able yes. to be made by a robot. Yep. Like if I want something yeah. really, really specific, only a human's going to understand what I want and make it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, um, are you sleeping? Over I, there? No, I'm just like trying to, trying to focus. Oh, and <laughs> <laughs> just, I'm getting some contractions and I'm, Trying to like, not, oh, I'm trying to listen to you and Uh-oh. not focus on my body. Is it okay? Wait, this episode is going up in two weeks. Are we okay with that? They're not painful. It's okay. okay. Like, and okay they're not that, regular, Emily? so I'm I'm good. We're not. <laughs> this episode is going up two Tuesdays from now. No, one the second Tuesday from yeah. now. We're good with that. Huh? We're good with that. Are you asking me? You're trying to hide your pregnancy while you're pregnant the whole time, but. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> what are we hiding? Okay. All right. They're not cutting it. Oh, did you not want to have it on the podcast? Not like yeah, it would matter because there's a video version of this podcast and you can see clearly that she's... Well, well, right. I don't think we get as many views on the video version, though. Plus, it's going to be two <laughs> Tuesdays from now. She's going to mm-hmm. get birth by then anyways. <laughs> yeah. Wait, no, because you guys are due really soon, right? Yeah. End of this well, month. Okay. Yeah, we've got... Um, okay. Two weeks left, roughly. Two, two weeks, two weeks, two days. Okay. All right. Well, Luna came a week early, so... Yeah. Look at that. Technically, uh, you're ready to go anytime now. Right, <laughs> right. <laughs> so just be prepared. Yeah. It just stay calm. Everything will be all right. Yeah. <laughs> just doing my best to listen yeah. to my body and yeah. Haven't you I seen those? Yeah. Haven't you seen those mugs they sell where they say "Keep calm and have babies"? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Keep really? calm and have babies. <laughs> <laughs> I have not seen that one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it's a mug. Oh, definitely. <laughs> I'm sure it is. I was in a spring. Somebody in Spring's role made it. So yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> that's right. And and there's a good chance it could have been a stay-at-home mom. <laughs> I bet. <laughs> um, so I'm interested if you think that in the future there's ever going to be a different uh, career path for you, or if you think you're pretty set on you're going to be a designer for the rest of your I life. I think at this point I'm set. I honestly am just like, let me ride it out until my retirement. Okay. <laughs> you don't ever find yourself getting a little bored of the of the job and trying to just change it I, up? Or... I, I do, and I do get frustrated just because um, people can be incredibly naive as to how much work it does take to do graphic design. Uh, Some people in their minds think that since we do it on a computer now, that there's just like a magic button or buttons that will just quickly do things. And that's not the case. (laughs) 
<laughs> or at least anything that looks decent. You cannot just magically, you know, press a button or quick trace something, which are options in the programs. They do have quick trace options. Um, and we have had issues at my job with people trying to do a cop out and do a quick trace. That does not fly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah. No, I mean, I do, but at this point, I'm just like, I'm invested. My, my schedule is flexible. I get good pay. I make over the average. Well, that's good. <laughs> from, from what you read. So, <laughs> for me, I'm content. Yeah. Um. So, like, okay, you're content, but I I know I have the feelings of many people in our country, and occasionally yeah. I'm just like, I fucking hate this job that I'm in, this industry I'm in. Maybe I don't actually mean mm -hmm. that, but that's uh -huh. what I feel like sometimes. And so, when you're feeling that way, what is the what is you what do you fantasize about going off and doing besides? Ooh, okay. When you're like in the heat of the moment, uh... you're like fuck this job, fuck graphic design. <laughs> Yeah, so, you know, my other options that if I wouldn't have would be a veterinarian. I, I really love animals, and I feel like they need more advocates and, like, people willing to take care of them properly or give them the treatments that they need. And so I really loved that aspect of it except for the fact of needing to, like, study anatomy and all the gross stuff. <laughs> right. Because you need to know that, yeah. Um, and then if it wasn't that, then maybe, like, a baker or something. Okay. Because be I really, like, me and Don for a while, we're like, you know be really cool? Like, having a food truck that sold, like, me and, like, bubble tea because <laughs> yeah. I was like I know I could make it taste delicious because the bubble tea in Minnesota I'm sorry sucks <laughs> <laughs> have you been to VV bubble tea huh have you been to VV bubble tea I have not I've maybe you have to try that, that out where is it it's in St. Cloud okay I don't think is I there, have uh, that. is there a lot of Vietnamese people in St. Cloud <laughs> Or Asian know. people. I don't know, but there are in that place. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, le legitimately, none of them even speak English. Like, I can't understand them. Um, like, I usually yeah. just, we usually, like, you went there with me. Have I? I think I so. I don't remember. Yeah, we definitely okay. went there together. Um, And you basically just have to say what you want and sometimes point okay. to it because nobody can understand each other. And then that's it so like, did you did you notice if they use a lot of like powders or uh liquid flavorings i wasn't paying attention okay i know because my good. biggest my <laughs> biggest pet peeve specifically for the places here is because a lot of the fruits and stuff um exotic ones specifically aren't it's hard to get here so instead they'll use a syrup or a powder and sometimes those can taste very, very artificial. Like one of my favorite flavors of like bubble tea or milk tea ever is taro. Mm -hmm. You guys know mm -hmm. what the taro root is? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah. So um, absolute favorite. But most of the places here that I know, they use a powder. Ah. 
and I hate it. I hate it because you could taste it. You know that it's a powder. <laughs> well, there's no masking it. Yeah. I'll go there again and I'll report back to you. Okay. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> let me know. I don't. I mean, I don't go there often, so it's really hard to like. I mean, yeah. And now we don't even uh, now we don't even live there, so it's like the less yeah. chance of going there. So. Right. Yeah, I yeah. think um, when I was in when me and Don were in Atlanta one year. We went to one of the bubble tea places there, and they had a very, very good taro, taro uh, drink. And I was like, "Why can't we have this back home?" Yeah. And that's why I'm always like, when I get disappointed with that stuff here, that's why I was like, "I could do this. I could make a bomb ass bubble tea for Minnesota." Like that's, that's me and my burger idea. Yeah. I'm sick of all these mediocre burgers. Um, okay, so your two options were okay, a baker or a vet. What yeah. if all right, let's say what if uh what if AI takes over so strong you lose your job tomorrow and you can't do graphic design anymore and you need to do something you can't get an education for, you just have to go work. What's your choice? All right. And I'll tell you I my just, choice if you want a second to think. So like no education, no education you cannot ever. get like, any more new education. Yeah, yeah, for me, like if I had to get a job tomorrow with zero education, I don't even have. It, it's just based yeah. off you had to get in there, right? I go work at Burger yeah. King again. Hundred percent. Yeah, I'd work yeah. at Burger King. I'd fast food's fun. I'd go work in a kitchen somewhere. It, yeah. Maybe not Burger King, no. but like yeah, fast yeah. food or a kitchen, like a restaurant. Like yep. that stuff's fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's stressful a lot of the time. Well, yeah, but, but it's fun. But fun. Yeah, especially cooking. Yeah, I might, I might, I might, uh, you know, decide to open up a bubble tea shop or and little pray, truck or something, and just pray that it works out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I guess. You or like, risks. or you know, start start doing it from my home. Like a lot of people oh. around us um, are selling the things that they're really great at cooking from their house mm-hmm. to start with, mm-hmm. and then they have turned it into like a booth at like the fairs or. A little food truck. So, yeah, I could do it for my house. I could make some bubble tea kits. Hell yeah! <laughs> I thought about I thought about doing it. Like my our kitchen is finally like it's done, but I have to put everything away now and clean. Like I have neglected cleaning our house because the whole focus has been stupid kitchen <laughs> for like months now. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, no, and so I have thought about like that's one of the things that I want to try to do is like start experimenting with making my own bubble tea, even making like the tapioca pearls from scratch and like mm-hmm. trying to do like flavors and stuff. And then if it's good, then like selling the kits. And mm-hmm. yeah. And like all you have to do is add milk or whatever, water, whatever, just bring it home and add it. Yeah, that wouldn't be a bad business idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And then um and then also because we have our smoker too. So I've been like looking at like recipes for like smoked things, like smoked nuts or like smoked dried fruits and things like that. Ooh. Just like dumb things I could do from home. <laughs> nice. And then sell to people. <laughs> I'm like I'm like legitimately considering opening up a food truck. We've okay. talked about it twice on this cool. podcast yeah. now, so Okay. Nice. Have you, have you heard? It? I mean, you listen to the podcast. Have you heard me talk about it? I don't. I don't know if I recall you talking about it. It, it 
briefly. Like we don't ever really go super in depth with it's it. It's gonna be a, a food truck, which actually the Angelo, we had a chef on here and he was talking <gasps> about how, that one. Yeah, and yeah. he was talking about how using a trailer is the way to go. So yeah, instead of okay, it's gonna right. be a pull behind mm-hmm. food truck okay. trailer mm-hmm. thing. And it's gonna oh, be nice. we're gonna okay. have three items on our menu. So it's okay. gonna be the burger, which is the burger that I make. It's a specialty burger, secret ingredients, everything. It's gonna be that. Yep. And French fries and soda, mm-hmm. which we're gonna have three different options for soda. But you can't okay. you can't get uh you can't get just the fries or soda. You have to get the burger. So if you go there, you okay. are required to get the burger, and then you can choose if you want to have the fries and drink with it. Okay. Yep. Okay. That's it. That's the whole. Th- All right. That's the whole menu. Cool. You know what? But that's great. I feel like sometimes people offer too much, mm-hmm. too and many, then too many options just... makes yeah. like anxious people like me not be able to get anything. Yeah. 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 And then if someone's mad and they're like, and I just feel why like don't it you have puts more, more stress on yeah. your mm-hmm. chefs too? Oh, true. Oh, yeah. True. <laughs> Which I think I would have to be the chef. Maybe I could hire one other chef. Hey, but like, what's up? But yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. But you would have to be, what are you talking about? You'd be working the register. Well, I can multitask. Well, sure. But I, oh, <laughs> Jesus. Sorry, everybody in the listening. I just blew this fucking thing out. Oops, sorry. Um, I would, because it needs to be made very specifically. The burger is very, yeah. very specific. Mm-hmm. So, um, but yeah. And if well, anybody wants to complain about us not having many options, I'd be like, don't come here, dude. Like, what, about, yeah. what do you want we, me to tell you? We got one thing. Well, I mean, hey, you do that, and then. I can be like your special feature sometimes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you can set up on the end For, somewhere. Yep. <laughs> uh, his special feature of Bobo tea. <laughs> yeah, which yeah. I don't know. The reason, I don't know if yeah. that's overlap, And the reason though. why I said baker, though, is because, like, for bun mies, the bun mies that I think are the best have the best French bread. You have to have the perfect French bread for that. I have to try that and again. You have not had a bun meat? No, I have. I have to try it again. Because remember, you brought me to get one, and I was like, I don't like this shit. I don't yeah. think I've ever had. I don't so, even know what it is. It, uh, so it is a Vietnamese hub sandwich. Okay. <laughs> Which you would, I, you so, would think I would like that, because those are two things that I enjoy combined together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so um, traditionally, the cold, they call it the cold cut. It comes on the French bread, and then it has all of, like, the Vietnamese version of, like, deli meats. Okay. So it's not going to be your typical deli meats, but then it also has, like, mayo and pate on there. Okay. And pate is basically livers Mm -hmm. made into a paste, which are super delicious. Or at least I really love pate. Like, whenever I get a bun meat, I hope that the place that makes it, like is heavy-handed with the pate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I had the pate on there. I don't know if that's what I didn't like about it. I'm not sure what I didn't like about it. I can't remember. Actually, no. You know what I didn't like about it was the bread, actually. It bread. Yes. It was the bread. See? It was the, the bread. Yeah. The flavor I of the bread or the texture? The flavor of the bread, and it was too hard. Too hard? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Oftentimes, people here, when they make it in Minnesota, the bread is not good. It is too hard. Yep. Mm-hmm. You need to have the perfect balance of the very light, crunchy outside. But then as soon as you get through the thin, crunchy layer, it's like a fluffy cloud mm-hmm. that you're biting That would have been better. Mm-hmm. Yep. Make it and sound that's so why... heavenly. <laughs> <laughs> no, it is, it's so good. But you have to have the right mm-hmm. crunch bread. 
And so that's mm-hmm. why I said baker, so that I could learn how to make a bomb-ass French bread and then make a banh mi out of the French bread. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that would be. Yeah. Okay, so <laughs> you're, you're going to do that and then get get a food truck and put it next to our food truck. And, yeah. <laughs> and then we'll, then we'll get Nick and Tony set up with their food truck. With oh, <laughs> Were they yeah. just going to have straight-up mushrooms, just straight mushrooms? Yeah. Yeah. They could well, like, do mean, some like sauteing or something. I don't know. Yeah. Who knows where they'll well, go if, with it? But if you think about that, though, that is such a great thing, though, because I could make some sort of specialty banh mi that features the mushrooms. Mm-hmm. You could have like a, I know you don't want to, but some sort of limited time only burger that is lathered with mushrooms. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I could just for um, just for Nick and Tony's sake. Yeah. Just make a burger with the mushrooms for some time just to promote their mushrooms. Yeah, that would be yeah. good. Be like, but listen, this is about, here's what happens, right? This mm-hmm. is a smaller burger, right? Very small patty. Yeah. That, that when you buy the burger, you get this one additionally for free. <laughs> <laughs> the slathered in mushrooms. Yeah. Yeah. You're really you forcing need, your burger on everybody. <laughs> you need the burger in your life. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if we would get yelled yeah, at for using so. the burger. You think that Pink Panther trademarked that? No. Well, we should trademark it so nobody steals it after listening to this. No, it's do it. That was just a line. Do it. <laughs> but nobody's gonna understand yeah. that reference by the time that we put that get this together. <laughs> right. Only yes. people from our generation are gonna understand the reference. Our generation, like we're old or something. We are. <laughs> we are, dude. In uh oh. oh, I shouldn't say that on here. Never mind. I'll say it once we're done recording. I'll tell you. Okay. I'll tell you a funny story. <laughs> um. Yeah. So, nope, that's definitely... We, I, I don't we know. We are fucking... I, I the do, people I, I work like with every I, day... What'd you listen, say? The people that are listening to this podcast right now, you guys make me feel old, you fuckers. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, they do. <laughs> but, um, no. Yeah. Now that I think about it, I think food... If I don't have this, it would be food for sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I do miss working in food, actually. I just yeah, wish I still did. Sometimes I do, too. Like going to that craft fair and seeing when we uh, we mm-hmm. went to go get a burger. Uh, they were grilling burgers out there. And just watching those people grilling burgers in the stand, it was like, I want to be doing that. Yeah. I want to do that, you know, sometimes at the craft fair. And I want to go into the fucking, you know, Fozzie's? Ooh, that shit, mm-hmm. place is delicious. I want to work at that place. I want to learn how they make that goddamn barbecue taste so good. Mm. Yeah. yeah, I've never you... had that place, so I do not know. Yeah, he actually started out with just a food truck. Oh, really? Oh, nice. yeah, yeah. And that place is cool. fucking balling, dude. It, incredible. Yeah. Ooh, I, I've okay. Never had we'll a have bad to try it sometime. There. You got to go pretty far up north for that. Yeah, yeah. They're up in Bemidji. Oh, so it's, okay. a, it's a hike up there. <laughs> but it's, okay. it's so good. It's maybe okay. some of the best barbecue I've had in Minnesota, and it's so oh, far yeah. away. Yeah. Yeah. I remember the other day, or not the other day, what was this? this was like months ago. Yeah. <laughs> this is like almost a year ago at this point, but I remember I put it in the group chat. I was like, why is there no good fucking barbecue around this place? Mm-hmm. Yeah. There just isn't. Mm-hmm. There isn't. No, I, I agree with that. And that was part of the reason we <laughs> got a Traeger. <laughs> yeah. But even then, I will say that that's cheating a little bit because 
it's a it's a pellet and it's electric mm. so you don't have to babysit as much as you would with like somebody that prefers like actual wood chips and yeah. coal fired yep like yeah this guy yep. yeah you come over to my yeah. house you get some real barbecue mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. We, gotta do, we gotta do ribs someday, man. no and we Ooh. we started with we a hungry? very small a little bit um <laughs> a very small coal and wood chip smoker it was called the it's called the bullet. Oh, the bullet. It's just yeah. like a really, yeah. I know the bullet. We started with one of those, but then it was a lot of work and a lot of babysitting. And I was like, I kind of want the cheater way. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like it's still... a little simpler. Sometimes I feel yeah, like I'm too, yeah. I'm too dedicated, you know, but I just love, I just, I, sometimes I feel like I'm too dedicated, but I just love everything about oh, yeah. rolling. So I was like, I love sitting there waiting for it to grill. Just standing there mm-hmm. and monitoring and babysitting it. Like there's a there's a love that goes into I got to keep this temperature perfect by lifting this thing open, opening these fucking vents and shit. Mm-hmm. So like there's something yeah. to it. And then also I have literally lit myself on fire, so now I'm really connected <laughs> to it. He has yes, yeah, so yeah, I was there happened. for that. <laughs> yeah, that was a little scary. <laughs> oh no! I mean, he know. wasn't scared. I was scared for. That's him. when you know you love so... the game. You know, you light yourself on fire for it. <laughs> so what what were you making? Oh, I was making burgers, I but... Yeah, having burgers that day. What was happening was... So I had the burgers on, right? On the main mm-hmm. grill. So my grill is charcoal here. And then I have a charcoal mm-hmm. side, but it's a smoker attached to the grill. Mm-hmm. And yeah. The, and, and So I had the burgers already on, and I was cooking... What was I cooking on the side? Was it just the bacon, right? Yeah, I think we were yeah, just Yeah, yeah. So I cook my bacon where my smoker, my little side smoker is. I actually mm-hmm. stick a whole frying pan in there, and I cook my bacon in the smoker. Okay. And so what I did... It, it I, actually turns out pretty good. Yeah. So Nice. Like, surprisingly. So I had my burgers going on the main... <laughs> I had burgers going on the main grill, close the lid, right? Open the lid for the smoker, and I get some new charcoals in there, and I spray them with the lighter fluid. Sadly enough, I got to use lighter fluid still, which I found a better way. Um, so I spray them with the lighter fluid, and for some dumb reason in my head, I closed the smoker lid, and I always light it from the side, the smoker because it has like a little yeah. side door. Mm-hmm. So I always light it from the side because you can get to the charcoals easier. But for some reason, yeah. I closed the top lid. I don't know Uh-oh. why. I'm an idiot. And then I lit the charcoals, and it all fucking, Uh-oh. instead of going up, went straight out at me and lit me on fire. Oh, God. And all, and, and uh, Emily is sitting there chatting with, uh, we had Jake and Heather over. He's just sitting there chatting yeah. with them. Mm-hmm. And then you just hear, whoosh. And, oh, oh my no. god are you okay <laughs> it was like have you got oh uh gosh. if anybody's watched um uh national lampoon's christmas vacation and he lights the yeah. christmas tree on fire uh-huh. it was just like yep. that. Yeah. <laughs> oh man yeah and then he had his hair all singed and his beard oh, no. and everything oh, oh my god yeah no. then i went i went to the shower real quick and i just sprayed oh. my shit off and then i went outside took those burgers off and i guess you know what those burgers were damn good, though. Oh, yeah. They're, they're some good burgers. <laughs> you put the love into it. <laughs> oh, man. Oof. Yeah. Well, I mean, we did make our um, our Traeger, like, emergency, like, cut itself out one day. What? Because oh, really? you have to. So uh, there's, like, a safety feature okay. like if you if it catches on fire it's automatically just gonna like just like, immediately shut down yeah the reason why uh-huh. is because we were dum-dums Uh-oh. and didn't dumb, clean dumb it out move. before we started a new uh batch of pellets so sometimes if you don't clean it out and it's 
um, firing all of them, mm-hmm. it can cause like a big fire. Big, oh. And, yeah, and yeah. we, yeah, we did not uh, clean it out before we decided to do a long smoke of ribs. That Ooh. was a bad idea. <laughs> so like me, me and Don are like inside, and like we have it like kind of. Um, close to like the kitchen window so we could still kind of look at it while we're inside or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like you guys have seen how our townhouse is set up. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then we just hear like a boof. And I'm like, what the fuck was that? Yeah. And so yeah. Like, we like go outside and then he opens the smoker. It's like super fucking smoky, just like <laughs> billowing <laughs> smoke everywhere. He's like, oh my God, what the hell happened? And so then like, we're trying to figure it out. We're taking everything out. So like the grill top that the uh, ribs are sitting on, we take that out. And then there's this other like tray underneath. that's like kind of over the mechanism that uh, drops the pellets into. So we take that out and then we notice it's just like charred and burnt pellets like everywhere. And it's like, Oh shit! We forgot to vacuum it out before we started the ribs. Oh man! <laughs> oh dang! And then like, so we had to like, we tried to like, shit, did we break it? Because we were worried that we broke our Traeger and like it wouldn't turn back on or anything. So then we like unplugged it, and then he's like, okay, let's give it a break. Let's let it cool down. Let's clean it out. After we did all of that and we plugged it back in, it turned back on, and I was like. Oh, thankfully (laughs) so i think that it just like literally just was like nope too hot shutting down (laughs) you gotta stop (laughs) so learned our lesson with that so now after a couple times of doing stuff we're like all right we've done it like twice we gotta clean it out yeah and then we can set it back up (laughs) (laughs) don't forget that step yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that that is the one thing to the pellets and then also if your pellets are old and they've gotten dried out those can also be a fire hazard so mm. yeah I'll, I'll stick to my regular grill <laughs> your yeah your, my big charcoal wood, grill wood charcoal it's going out of style everybody wants pellets everybody wants uh gas i'm a i'm a hipster yeah here, so so have you yeah. have you ever tried briquettes then that's what I use. The, oh, okay. They're like the real wood. That's what you're talking about, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. what I use every yeah. time, yeah. Okay. See, I, so yeah. we do have like a normal charcoal grill too because we mm-hmm. just love to charcoal grill sometimes still too. And that's what we use. Yeah, those are the, the best. Those are the best. Yeah. They make the food taste yeah. so good. It's like it's cooked on a campfire. Yep. Yeah. So yeah, we, yeah, we love the briquettes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, Look I want to thank you for coming on. Talking about food. <laughs> Because, Again. Yeah, I'm going to have to go get a snack here. Emily is falling asleep, so we're going to end this one. Yeah, yeah, no problem. I should probably but get to bed too. So I thank you for talking about your uh, career on here. That's interesting. And uh, do you have anything yeah. you want to... Do you have a place that people can see some of your personal stuff that you want people uh, to go to? I do not have anything online right now uh, just because... I'm working for a company yep. and the things that I do on the side, it's really like not anything that I'm, I'm not, I'm not actively looking for work, I guess is why I don't have an online presence right now. Okay. In the future, maybe we'll yeah. see. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Well. Cool. Yeah. Well, you guys have it. a great night. Yeah. This was awesome. I actually talked about productive stuff. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hey, it's fun either way, whether we're productive or just bullshitting. 
<laughs> it's still fun. Yeah. Thank you for listening to this episode. If you would like to be on an episode, you can email youarethehostpod at gmail.com. Also, if you'd like to stay updated, make sure you hit subscribe. Thanks again for listening to this episode. Again, my name is Jake. We'll see you next time. Bye.